Hello and welcome to the Unqualified Huddle. We are back to talk about the week seven. Goodness me, seven games in the NFL. Um, no London game this week, which is, if you listen to my <laughs> listen to my last podcast, I'm happy about, but I'm the only one. Uh, I'm here with Shamil, obviously, to score our picks, and a guest appearance from Shamil uh, once again um, in Hanoi. In Good. Hanoi, just before I head off to to Ninbin and Sapa, so uh, I'm I'm gonna be gone for a while, so you know, enjoy it while it lasts, boys. Oh well, I'm I'm looking forward to not hearing your voice again. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, <laughs> no, week week seven though. Uh, season's going far too quick for my liking. I think. Uh, yeah. You know, soon we're gonna be without football again, and we'll be depressed. But you I know. just had a bit of a shock there when you said. Week week seven, like uh, I'm like surely I thought we were on week five. No, we're like we're almost halfway through the the regular season at this point, and we're starting to see teams that are contenders, starting to see, see teams that are pretenders, and we're starting to see the bottom of the barrel scraping the rubbish. Which uh, is but... which is a hot hot fight this year. There's six teams vying for the number one overall pick. <laughs> and, and Shannon has got two horses in that race, uh, which he's happy about. <laughs> um, all right, let's talk about this week, though. That's what we're here about. Uh, let's start with the most exciting game of the week. Uh, obviously, we're going to talk about the Dolphins versus the Eagles. Because for if, me... If, if you're coming watching off the Eagles-Jets game, you're like, this isn't a contest. This isn't one of those games mm-hmm. that we that we had circled after week one. <laughs> I Yeah, I agree with that. Like, you, you think in week one, before the season, you saw this game and you're like, oh, this is going to be, this is going to be everything that I want it to be. It's going to be exciting. But the issue I think that we're going to have in this game, and I think that it's going to show up, obviously the Eagles just took a big loss against the Jets, but the one thing that the Eagles are lacking right now, on defence, not offence, but their offence is lacking, it's secondary. They, yeah. they are lacking... The cornerback, uh, the lack of safeties, um, and they are reported to be in the trade market for a cornerback and a safety like Jerry Mitchin, Dante Jackson of the Panthers. They are names that are linked with trades out, um, and the Eagles will inquire. They they pretty much call they every need team. It. They need it because that is the weak point on their defense right now, and that is basically where the Dolphins are going to attack because Tyreek Hill is about a hundred yards away from a thousand yards for the season. Yeah, uh, and, really and we're on we're on week seven. <laughs> he said he wanted two thousand yards, um, <laughs> but like the Dolphins are actually the best running team in the NFL, which is crazy as well. Um, obviously, that's the Eagles' strong point. I I won't be surprised if the if the Dolphins come out and start attacking the running game and be like, I, we believe that we can even run on you but, because but I, I believe that this this uh, Dolphins team can win in any way. But is their running game a product of their receiving game being electrically fast? So, like, a team's not able to, you know, if you if a team's a good running team, normally teams would stack a box. Like, look at the Titans, right? They're a good running team with Henry, but they stack the box to try and prevent the defences do. You can't really afford to stack the box against the Dolphins, right? Because you start stacking the box. Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle, they're just going to run back straight past you. The rest of their receivers that I don't know their names, <laughs> I, I'm, a, I'm sorry. They're just going to run past you, though. And and two has got the arm strength to like take advantage. So it's like, is this why they're the best running team? Because for me, the best running team is the 49ers. 
with McCaffrey. Um, and I stand by. I know, I know statistically they're not, but if you put them like lining up together, and I know McDaniel's is from from the Shanahan like coaching tree, but you put them together, I feel like the Forty Nineers run the ball better. Their their blocking schemes are better and stuff. The 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 Eagle, uh, sorry, the Dolphins just get away with teams having to protect against the pass. Well, the actual the one of the reasons why why both the Forty Nineers and the Dolphins are so effective and teams aren't prepared for. Um, they are the two teams who use two running backs in their formations the most. And the teams, um, I believe, I was I was listening to you know another rival podcast, uh, the, <laughs> the report uh, by uh, NFL, um, and they they listed it basically the uh, the 49ers run uh, two running backs, one tight end, two receivers. I believe forty five percent time, forty percent time. Yeah, the, the Dolphins the same. The next, the third, third team on that list runs about 8% of the time. So teams aren't prepared for this. Obviously, you've got uber-talented players and linemen there. Yeah. But um, these these offensive coordinators and what they're doing, head coaches now, rightfully so. Um, but yeah, it's, I, I don't disagree with you. But um, I, I would, feel Mike McDaniel can do whatever he wants. Are we worried about this Eagles offense, though, like going forward this season? Do you feel like against the Jets, that's you know they're playing against a really good Jets defense, um, and they they couldn't get they they started off well, but then didn't make adjustments and and sort of got found out. Do you feel like this is going to be a problem for them going forward? Do you feel like they're going to be a bit stuck in the mud, or do you think this is like a bounce back game for them? This is trial by fire because they don't have any. Uh, they the Dolphins will run up the score. The Eagles will have to be able to pass the ball, which ideally, in an ideal Eagles offense, you've got Jalen Hurts, DeAndre Swift, all their running backs there. So their their pass game is for, formed off the run. But against mm. the Dolphins, they won't have that luxury. I think the Eagles have a chance with playing bully ball. Like, make this a uh, a slow game, slow it down, make it run heavy, but also just um, that interior rush of the Eagles is something the Dolphins wouldn't have played before. Well, that's what the Bills did, right? The Bills got the win against the Dolphins by playing a bit more slow, methodical, bully ball, as you would say. That's how they, that's how they beat the Dolphins. They didn't try and play them at their own game. Didn't try and run at scores. They just went, no, we're going to control the ball. We're going to take advantage of the fact that we're stronger than you. Protect that secondary, like you, you mentioned earlier, just to kick off our pod. They need to protect them, and that's how they'll do it. They'll, they'll try and make it um, those deep, they'll try and take away the deep stuff, if they can. But also uh, let them play in front. Make it sl- make it make it a challenge for the Dolphins to go all the way in yeah. in a slower approach. But the best way is they're going to send probably a lot of blitzes. Uh, five man. They don't like to do that. They're just four man. So then they could probably just do a four man blitz and then sorry four man pressure and just allow everyone else to sit. Um. All right. Let's pick it. You know. Let's move on and let's pick the game. Um, we'll start with myself because I feel that's only fair. As Shannon always sends his pictures, uh, I'm picking the Dolphins every single week of the oh, week. Oh, goodness! Like, uh, all right, I-, I was gonna pick first and like do the courtesy of not announcing your pick, but okay, Shannon is picking the Dolphins. I'm picking um, Dolphins as well. <laughs> Shannon is also picking the Dolphins. I'll go different. I'll go different. Yeah, I'll go different. I don't mind. I'll pick the Eagles. I, I feel like there'll be a bounce back game for them. I feel like they're too talented not to. And I feel like this Dolphins... I feel like they're a good good matchup for this Dolphins team. Well, bad matchup for the Dolphins. But I feel like they match up well. 
against them. So yeah, I'll pick the Eagles in this. Well, you need to pick differently because I'm absolutely <laughs> destroying. No, no one needs to know this right now. Let's move on. Let's what, move what on. Are what are the scores? <laughs> oh, I'm on sixty-two, producing eleven uh, correct no, no, results out of fifteen no, last week. No, no one cares. Chan, you're on fifty-nine. You're on uh, eight of fifteen last week. And Simon, you are last in 50, with six, uh, 56, uh, currently six uh, wins off. And you got nine out of 15 last week. Well, I'm catching up to the channel. That's all that matters. Um, all right, moving on to Sunday Night Football, because this is probably going to be the most exciting matchup of the week. Um, Los Angeles Chargers versus the Kansas City Chiefs. Take away the fact that we just watched a uh, while, well, just had a bit of a boring... Cowboys <laughs> Chargers matchup. I always find that these Chargers Chiefs matchups are a bit more electric, right? Uh, yeah. The the main worrying thing though is that might be the worst Justin Herbert performance that I've ever seen from him. Um, I mean, he's had. I don't know. This Chargers team, like they're they're always in these games. They're, they're hot and they, cold. They're a hot and cold you, team though. Yeah, you know that this Kansas City uh, Chargers game. Is gonna come down to the fourth quarter. You just know it. Like that's the Chargers play as good as their opponent and as bad as their opponent. It, and it's it ridiculous. Um, trade. Well, it, it's always exciting when these two teams play each other in recent years. Mm. Like, it's I feel like close. yeah, they always have good matches. They always are exciting. Um, but I am concerned because this this Chargers offense does concern me with Herbert not playing well. But their defense also concerns me every week. Every week. Um, I don't rate their defense at all. I know Khalil Mack got like six sacks in one game, but um, you know, positive, but both hasn't. Yeah, they've got no other rush than than Mack this year. Both has just disappeared, and like it just concerns me. Whereas I feel like the Chiefs are, are in like fourth gear and just cruising right now, and they they still have another level to go to. Yeah, but uh, don't the Kansas City wide receivers concern you? Like, this Kansas City offense is the second best offense in this game. When when Travis Kelsey is healthy, no, it doesn't concern me. Like, no, Patrick I, Mahomes. He's not been vintage Mahomes. Like, he's the second best quarterback in this game, so I argue. <laughs> I, think, I think that the Kansas City Chiefs offense will improve. Because I do think they have the talent of receivers. Like, Rasheed Rice needs to be playing more snaps. He needs to have more targets. I think it's proven he can handle a bigger load. They do have very much, they do have wrinkles in those receiving rooms that I just don't think they've maximized yet. Yeah, partly are they missing the enemy's toughness that none of their other coaching staff can provide that level. Um yeah, probably. But I don't think they're like that bad. And these two teams know each other well. They usually go down to a refereeing decision. Or a flag. But it, uh, this, is, this is what I mean. I feel like it's outrageous as a channel to try and claim that Herbert is better than Mahomes right now. But I didn't not, say that at all. You, you did. Um, literally two minutes ago on this podcast. But, I said it, it might be arguable. <laughs> but, like, I just feel like this team, like I said, this Chiefs team are finding, obviously without the enemy, it's a bit of a difference. They've got uh, Matt Nagley as the offensive coordinator. And I feel like they are trying to learn a little bit on the go still. But that's why I'm saying they're only in like fourth gear right now. Because I think there's a lot more potential from them. And they're not doing things that they did last year as well. Like they don't run the ball as well this year. 
Um, I feel like last year their running game was much more productive and, and much better for them. Uh, but again, it's a bit like the Dolphins, whereby teams are a bit worried to try and play against the run. So I would take advantage of that if I was the Chiefs. And I'd be like, you know, people are going to be scared that we've got Patrick Mahomes, who's just going to throw the ball downfield. Um, this this would all be, always be an exciting matchup. And before you two start jumping in, I'm picking the Chiefs to win this. <laughs> you got it in very quick. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, they do usually get that one possession win at home uh, historically between these two teams. So I'm also going the Chiefs. I'm picking the best quarterback in the NFL here. <laughs> I'm picking the Chargers. Um, oh, okay. The, I mean, I Austin, Austin Eckler, he's had a week to get ready now. Um, he'll be 100% more or less. Yes, the, you can tell that they're missing Mike Williams, but. This Chargers team, I trust this offense more than I do the Kansas City offense right now. Kansas City defense is playing well. Like we're not talked much about it, but they're playing well. Just saying, they, they always play well. But like what Chris Jones said before, they get overshadowed by the fact that on the opposite side of the ball, you have Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. You got Keenan Allen. He's finally being used. He's having a uh, career year. Can um, we actually talk about the game that matters the most here? Thursday night football. No, no, we're not talking about that. I mean, we can, we can, I have been overruled. You, you can, no, you can for two minutes. I'm, I'm, rec- I'm timing you now. Go. Talk All about right, Jags minute. Saints. Jags are the playoff team in this uh, matchup. Uh, they're the dominant team, but they might be without Trevor Lawrence, uh, who picked up an injury, essentially his final play um, last week against uh, the Colts. But you've got a Saints team who can't produce on offense. The Jags lead the league. I believe in um, takeaways defensively uh, with 15. That's not good for the Saints who have had their own struggles on offense, but they could be playing a team with CJ Beckard. I mean, the, the, story, the story of this game is defenses, right? Because the Jags defense is playing above the level of what people expect them to be. They're looking quite good. The Saints defense is looking elite. Um, it's and I know uh, Houston put 20 points on them. But I still think they look elite in that because the second half, they didn't concede a single point. They made changes, they they made adjustments, and they, they have been good. They nailed the Patriots the week before. Um, it's the strongest part of the Saints team right now. But you're, you're right, the offense is, as we talked about in the last pod, is horrible to watch. I just hope that there's some adjustments made. I hope that they try and do different things going forward. If not, Carmichael needs to go. Um, but that's all we're talking about this game. I'm going to get my breath on this game. No, I don't blame you. We'll, we'll pick it, though. Uh, I'll go to Saints, obviously. Shama will go to Jags. And Shama, you're the deciding vote. I, I think Lawrence do... will play, so I'm going Jags. I, I know, I just I... said that you're going Jags. Well, yes, I wouldn't. Me. If Lawrence plays, I want to pick the Jags, so I'm going to go Jags. Question oh, is, will you. he play or not? Well, let's hope not. because then No, no, let's hope my so. Since my win. Uh, Shama, pick a game for us. Go on. As our guest, as our guest on the podcast, guess pick a game. Oof, um, you know I'm gonna pick uh, a, a really tasty game, which we might not have picked. To be honest, we might have even guessed at the start of the year. But the Lions Ravens, mm. um, it's shaping up to be an immense spectacle. The Lions we talked about on the last episode, they might be the second best team in the NFC after the 49ers. The Ravens have been getting the wins. It's not been as convincing they've as they've been. They've been dirty wins. They've not been. They've not been like they've not been clear cut. I feel like they're I just they're squeaking through. 
and they they won't be able to win like that against the right uh, Lions. They need to be uh, firing on all cylinders because you know the Lions will be. Jared Goff will be. Yeah, I, I'm excited about this matchup, but I think it's an easy matchup for the Lions. I mean, <laughs> I'm not high on the Ravens. Okay, Ravens defense is playing amazing, but the Lions are on another level to the Ravens. The Ravens have been so poor on offense or so hot and cold, which have been for a few years. The Lions are just pedal to the metal. Uh, met, uh, ignore that. But they're, they're, they're just absolutely flying. My my concern, though, coming into the week, is uh, if David Montgomery, who has been a surprise for us all at running back for the Lions, if he doesn't go, he's not healthy, do you feel that that takes away from their offense? Do you feel like, you know, Gibbs and Reynolds can, like, fill in and produce, especially against a team like the Ravens, which is, like, you know, sort of like the salt of what the the Lions do. They like to run and get the play action going with Jared Goff. If they can't get the running game going, does that change things if they don't have Montgomery to pound the ball? No, it just means swift time. Really, like, not swift. I keep going on wrong <laughs> players here with Eagles. Um, but Gibbs time. Like, this is where Gibbs should be uh, sh- showing up. And this is where the coaching staff needs to trust their first-round pick, who has the talent. Yeah, but it's... But... He's never been between the tackles. That's not never been his speciality. And in this grindy game against his Ravens D-line, I feel like that uh, Montgomery, missing of Montgomery is going to hurt them. I, I agree. I feel it's going to be a big loss for them. But I am more excited about how this um, receiver core is now looking with Jameson Williams back in the lineup. I feel like Goff is playing some of his best football as a as quarterback. He's making the throws when he needs to. And when you've got Amora St. Brown, he's the best receiver on that field in that game uh, by a long way at this point. I know Zay Flowers looks okay as a rookie and stuff, but Amora St. Brown like, could be sneaking into the top top five receivers for me, um, which is big praise. So, like, for that, it, it means the Lions, are, they're, they're definitely trending in the right direction for me. And their defence, like, let's talk about their defence a little bit because they deserve some of the some of the praise as well. Like they, they... Aaron Glenn, who was catching a few strays from you last year, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> not me, not me. I would never. Previous Saints, previous Saints uh, coach, I would never. Hmm. I mean, but I Hutchinson, think his work wonders. But Hutchinson's finally getting the praise of on the level of TJ Watt, um, Bosa, like he actually deserves. Like he uh, has justified the number two overall selection in his draft class. He's a monster right now. Should should have been the number one for me. It should have been number one. Yeah, right. I don't disagree with that. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, the, the, it's just the, when you look at the lines individually, you wouldn't think this would be a, um, you know, there's, you wouldn't expect them to be doing as well as they are defensively. I think it's similar when you watch the Jags, but they play as a unit. Like mm. they know what their roles are. I think Glenn's got a great scheme. You've got. Uh, players like Anzalone flying around. You've got uh... Anzalone looks like he looks renewed. Like I just don't. I, I used to really dislike Anzalone at the New Orleans Saints. As hey, maybe that was a Dennis time. Allen problem, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, it, but he just fits their scheme really well. He's yeah. got the power to do more. Um, he is a leader for them. But how the secondary is also fly. I think Brian Branch, he fell he, in the draft. He was when, a great pickup uh, for them. Ah, uh, we we had him pretty much in the first round type. 
grade on him um, and our mock draft. He's been absolutely uh, phenomenal, uh, phenomenal for that secondary. And he's changed the safety position for them. For, the them weakness. for them to get him in the second round was a steal for me. Yeah. He, he looks great. Um, what are we saying, though, for this game? Uh, what are we, we going to do? I'm going to... I'll start again, I guess. And I'm going to say the Lions, for me, are my pick. I'll back the Dan Campbell-led team. Soft spot in my heart. Yeah, I'm not going to get cute here. I'm going to pick the on-form Lions. Um, I think it's easy to get behind them. I think Detroit has a lot riding on this game. Um, But I'm picking the Lions as well. Um, Sorry, I think Baltimore has a lot riding on this game, but I'm picking the Lions as well. Something is wrong with me today. (laughs) But, yeah, let's, let's go with the Lions lockout here. Cool. Right, let's uh, let's start running through some of the rest of these games. Um, the Raiders versus the Bears. Um, horrible matchup to watch. I feel Fields is trending to be an outright. He's he's injured. He's out for a few weeks. Yeah, yeah. And and injured as well. He left last week with only an ambulance. <laughs> so so yeah. we're we're here with is it O'Connell for the Raiders and who's the backup for the? No, no, no. It's not O'Connell for the Raiders. It was Hoyer who came in. Oh, it like Hoyer. It'll be Hoyer because. Okay. I think Aiden O'Connell really did struggle with holding well, the ball on too long. Well, I mean, he struggled with Khalil Mack just getting free range to just decimate well, he, him. Well, he, he was just like, come here, Khalil Mack, I'll hold him until <laughs> you sack me. But, um, who's the backup for the Bears? Does it matter? Is it I Nathan mean... Peterman? No, I mean, it's probably not Nathan Peterman anymore, but does it really matter? It was um, uh, Tay, uh, Badgent, was it, the quarterback? The oh, oh God! Um, <laughs> just based on that, I'm picking Brian Hoyer. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm also going with Brian Hoyer. Like this is <laughs> this is atrocious. Are we really uh, gonna write off this uh, Chicago defense though? Yes. Yes. What no. what has the, what has the Chicago defense done so far this with season? With fields, with fields, feel? they they earned the number one overall pick last year. They're well on their way to getting a top three pick this year. Well, and now you remove him from the equation. Well, but I'm what, going Raiders as well, and it was also Tyson Bajan, but yeah, it doesn't really matter. I'll, I'll go like, with what, Hoyer in this scheme. I, I'm just I want to go back to the point of what has the Bears defense done to make you put any faith in them? Well, no, just the fact that they're playing. Uh, Brian Hoyer. Devontae Adams, though, like, could probably just carry that game by himself. And Josh Jacobs. Like, the Raiders still have pieces, whereas... And I Myers. Don't... don't forget Myers. He, and he Myers, got, the new number one He got one a touchdown against Vegas. a team that didn't pay him. But, like, they've still got pieces there, is the thing, whereas with Chicago, I know they've got DJ Moore, but, like, they don't use them. Uh, and then put outside of DJ Moore... On, pick, put some respect on Dan Carlson's name. This is going to be a Dan Carlson game. <laughs> All right, move, moving on. As Shamal is trying to hurry me along, um, the Cleveland Browns versus the Indianapolis Colts, a game which we probably wouldn't have thought would be a two teams that are uh, on the same sort of record. And like, I, both oh, I thought the Cleveland Browns should be better, and I think they're the much better team, uh, especially with Gardner Minshew starting. It looks like uh, the quarterback for the Colts, Anthony Richardson, could be out for the season at this yeah, rate. He could season, be having a surgery. Season surgery, yeah. And Cleveland's defense against Minshew, if you thought he struggled against the Jags defense, Jim Schwartz is going to do the same thing, but throw even more blitzes. Um, yeah. I think this is an easy win for the Colts in Indianapolis. Uh, sorry, an easy win for the Browns in Indianapolis. Are you actually all right? 
Like, <laughs> I'm looking at too many teams on my spreadsheet here. All right. I'm also going to go with the Browns here because the defense is just too good. Uh, like you say, the Garland Minshew led Colts offense is not going to be able to handle it. On principle, I'm not picking the Browns again. Um, <laughs> Minshew's an all right enough backup. I'm picking the Colts. <laughs> uh, I respect it. No, I respect it. You, you uh, almost pick uh, against the Browns like Simon picks the Saints every time. Buffalo Bills versus the New England Patriots. We don't have to get cute here. We don't have to talk yeah. about it for long. Obviously, the Bills, I'm going to give them a, a buy like, like it's on this um, Giants game and just sort of say they were, they were hungover from the uh, London trip. No, because... but, but didn't, we give them a, didn't we give them a buy against the Jags as well? I do. No, I said they were bad. Propaganda. The London games are great. <laughs> no, but like they did look sluggish, like in their return to to playing. They I'm did look in Jacksonville, didn't Buffalo did. Is there a mental toughness issue in <laughs> Buffalo? Potentially, I like I like what you're trying to do here, um, but potentially, but no, I don't think there's anything like that. Um, I feel we might get a better Josh Allen performance. I know this Patriots defense is pretty is meant to be pretty good, so. You know, there might still be that side of things. But yeah, you know, like I said, we're not all going to get cute here. Uh, we're going to pick the Bills. So, yep. Yep. Bills all round. Yep. Uh, and then the Washington Commanders versus the New York Giants. Um, this one's for Abby, really, because obviously we don't give flowers to the Commanders at all. I'm still not doing it, but all I'm going to say is how looked okay. People, I, I feel like people have overblown his performance last week. I know he threw for three touchdowns, but it wasn't an all-time great quarterback performance, but if you listen to how people are talking about him, it's like it's the second coming of, like, Peyton Manning. To be like, fair, I don't hear too much, like, hype on um, somehow. I've not seen that this week. I have. Um, but, I, yeah, I think Howell is a player who's like a bridge quarterback to me. He's oh, a... get out of it. He's still young. He's, he can still turn into a No, franchise. I mean, there's enough things that I've seen that I just don't... He's not the franchise quarterback. He's a I don't, tr- I don't trust him. I don't He's a typical him. Ron Rivera quarterback who's a middle-of-the-road um, bridge. He'll be hot and cold because he's young, like you mentioned. He can play, mate, but sometimes he just doesn't make enough plays and he makes too many mistakes. So, But then again, I, I can't, can't believe we're nailing Howell. Like, what? <laughs> I mean, but, but you look at that roster. Season. It's a really talented roster. It, the, the commander's wash roster is very talent, very talented. I've got getting words up properly here, but like um, they they are talented across the board. Like the defense is good. I don't get the the benching of Forbes though, the the rookie. He, like, he so. has struggled massively this year. They just wanted to reset on him, like leave him on the bench all last week. I think they'll probably do do that again since they won no. without him. The Giants, though, like they have no receivers. This is a great confidence booster for him. Yeah, yeah I, I agree. This is the best game to put him in, in. and it looks like uh, Daniel Jones won't be playing in this game either. So this I don't is know really... if that's a good thing or a bad thing for the Commanders because I think Tyrod Taylor's made more deep shots. Tyrod Taylor, Taylor looked awful all against season. Buffalo. He looked yeah, awful but... against Buffalo. So, so they nearly won. Daniel Jones. Um, I'm I'm going to pick the Giants um, because. Because you want to be different? No, I don't even I know why you guys go. I'm like, the Commanders. Giants have got a good defence. I'm going Commanders. The Giants yeah. proved last year that they can win in some of these close games. So I'm, I'm, going, going. Um, I'm going with the New York Giants as well. 
All right. Fools. Uh, let's move on then. Atlanta Falcons, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This is Tampa. a... Oh, Tampa. Oh, I've seen enough of Artie Smith on the sideline. Uh, nice looking nice of you guys to get on board with the Buccaneers. I, I was here from week one. <laughs> Those creamsicle jerseys looked good last week. But I think Mayfield would bounce back quite well now. I think he's got that in his uh, locker. I think he's got that in his mental makeup now. He's grown so much. I think he bounces back from the poor performance, like he said, of his own self. I mean, I feel like there's a talent there, obviously, on the on the Buccaneers team. Like, obviously, at receiver with Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, you know, their offense should get going. Um, and they, they did look poor against the Lions, but we said the Lions have got a, a better defense than what people give them credit for. Um, I don't see this from Atlanta. I don't think they've got a good defense. I've said this all year. Their offense, they don't know what they're doing. They've got no identity. So, yeah. They do. Just run. But they don't run very well, though. <laughs> That's their identity. <laughs> All right. They've got an identity. They're just really bad at it. Um, therefore, I'm picking the Buccaneers in this game as well. Yeah. Um, Mike Evans has a tough matchup against AJ Terrell. But I'm going to keep it simple. Like Buccaneers, Mayfield should get back on track. Uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the LA Rams. I mean, LA Rams. I think I'll be misjudged yeah. on how well they'll be playing this year. But they're probably better than their record. Pittsburgh Can't been... Williams is out most likely, but yeah. William, Williams is out most likely, yeah, in this game. Yeah, I just don't have enough faith in Pittsburgh's offense. Their defense has been keeping them in some games. I think their record is better than what they look. A hundred percent. They 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 do not look like a three and two team to me. They look much worse than that. Um, Johnson's still out, so at receiver they they've like got pickings. That's it. Um, and the Rams have looked better, and I feel like they they've just demolished the the Cardinals that have been competitive in some matches. They they actually took them to town, so I feel like now that Cooper cuts back, this Rams team is a bit more. It's, it's very dangerous because not only you've got Cup to deal with, you've got Nakua, like we said. Um, they're starting to really get into stride a little bit. Um, they're my pick for this game as well. I'm going to go Rams. Yeah, same here. That's a top five. One to receive a combo right there. <laughs> All right. Um, two more games left. I think, no, three more games left, sorry. Uh, Cardinals versus Seahawks. It's a divisional matchup. Chanel, take it away, your team. Um, I actually think the Cardinals can win this. Like, jo- Josh Dobbs has, has um, had, a, had a, you know, a, a couple of performances which were so far for his standards. Um, they are struggling without James Conner. That much is obvious. But I, the Seahawks team doesn't fill me with much confidence either. Um, Gino hasn't been the Gino of last year. Um, Ken Walker is doing what he does, but I feel like if there's a team that the Arizona Cardinals can get a win at, it's the Seahawks team. I think they can get something out of it. I don't think they will. But also, Gino Smith and um, Gino Smith hasn't played as well as he did last year. For the Seahawks, so Samuel said exactly that. Yeah, and <laughs> I kind of agree because I think they're both quite. If that's the okay, case, I think he's playing at the level Dobbs is playing at right now. Yeah, um, I, I, I don't teams. know. I don't know if it's just if it's just you know if it's the whole Seahawks offense though. Obviously, Walker looks good as the running back, but like all, all three of their receivers are not playing up to what the level that you thought they would be. Metcalf 
uh, Lockett and uh, Smith and Jigba. That you know, we thought that especially uh, in Smith J- and Jigba has disappeared. Well, we thought he'd be one of the better rookies coming out. We thought he was in a good situation. It's not good at all. Um, and I feel like it's it is a problem. And their defense as well always worries me. People talk about it being good, but I never see where a pass rush is coming from. They don't have pass rushes, and that always concerns me because the best defenses attack the quarterback, and I don't see how they can attack the quarterback. That being said, I can't trust this this Cardinals team um, as much as I want to pick them. I feel like this could be a get-right game for the Seahawks, which is why I'm picking them in, the, in this matchup. Yeah, I'm going to Seahawks as well. You know what? I'm I'm not going to be as optimistic. Yeah, you're right. Seahawks are going to win. <laughs> I would like to, I want to see Arizona be competitive, but most likely Seahawks. But you, you you also want that number one draft pick, so you better keep I'm losing, no buddy. You better keep losing. No uh, all right, uh, Green Bay Packers versus Denver Broncos. A bit of a horrible game to watch, I think. But yeah, I mean, I'm picking Green Bay. Yeah. Oh yeah, let's let's keep it obvious. It, here. It's Green Bay, but like, is this a good get right game for uh, for Jordan Love? Who it better be. It better be a good bet. Get a uh, good get right game. If it's not, well, then questions will continue. Well, is, is that you a, know what? You know what? I'm going to pick the Denver Broncos. <laughs> what what have you seen from the Denver Broncos in the last like few weeks that makes you think that they're worth picking any of these picks? Well, <laughs> it's mainly the Green Bay Packers showing that they're they're not a great football team. And mm-hmm. yes, the Denver Broncos are worse, but surely at some point they'll get it right. They're they're phasing Russell Wilson out, which <laughs> is the right thing to do. Um, but. This this these this Green Bay team they're pretenders they're not as great as they were in the first few weeks. I I I I was never fully on the hype train with the Green Bay Packers like everyone for me they overstated how good they were uh, from the first week. Jordan Love again people overstated it. He hadn't had many light looks. People were talking about how he's the next franchise thing for the for the Green Bay Packers. And like no disrespect to him at all, because he's still early on in his career. He's not had many starts. He could turn out to be a very good quarterback. But does he look at an elite level right now? No. Does he look after the ball enough? Well, he he just looks okay. They they've missed out on having Aaron Jones as well. I feel like without Jones, their offense loses a lot of their not identity, but a lot of their burst in in a lot of ways. Like I feel like he adds so much to them. I think Um, even last year, even without Love, he added a lot when he was. Injured, I think it affects him, like you're saying, quite a lot. Um, but for this, I, I can't, I can't give Broncos any props. I'm gonna have to go Green Bay. But I thought I, your your love for Sean Payton and former Saints coaches. You you, you would think on. you would think it would, but I I've just seen like horror show after horror show at this Denver Broncos. They've got a fire sale of like players from the sounds of it. They're yeah, Randy just... Gregory getting a sack for the 49ers on his day. Yeah. That was uh, interesting. Well, they're getting rid of that. Like, they got rid of Gregory. Then they get rid of Frank Clark. It's like, you know, well, I, I think he's restructured. I don't think he's gone yet, but they're looking yeah. at getting rid of him. He'll, he'll be, yeah, he'll be, he'll be gone. But, like, it, it just doesn't make sense that they, they I, I just don't understand. The defense is like one of the worst defenses in football right now, and they keep getting rid of their players. I don't understand. But, worst coaching job in NFL history. After this, the defense was great last year. 
Honestly, but there was a stat that came out, and I think like at this point last year, the defense gave up like 119 points or something like that. So far this year, it's like over 200 points, which is just insane. Um, but anyway, moving on. So I'm I'm Green Bay, and you two are Denver Broncos. Is that what we? No, no, I'm Green Bay as well. You're Green Bay as well. Green just Bay just Shadow well, yeah. being different to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right, last game of the week: uh, San Francisco 49ers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Um, what are we saying about this? I mean, for oh, me, it's, for me, it's a, it's a slam dunk, right? It's a slam dunk pick. Picking the best team in the NFL, and that's the 49ers. Yeah. It's too obvious. Minnesota are also another team that could enter the file sale mode. Jags are looking at um, Daniel Hunter, according to rumours, who leads the NFL in sacks right now. Well, it seemed they... like in the off-season they were going to get rid of him as well. Yeah, but then he signed that one-year $20 million contract. That's a tradable. They lost their other pass rusher, I think, last week uh, to an injury. I can't remember the name. He limped out. The um, sad thing about this game, sorry, is that uh, this is prime time, but um, coming into the game, we thought that the two best players in the NFL, uh, Justin Jefferson and Christian McCaffrey, would be taking part. There's a chance that both of them won't be there. Uh, well, Justin Jefferson definitely won't be there. But, like, uh, McCaffrey, he, he, he'll he likely play, I think, because Shanahan doesn't care about his player's health. Um, <laughs> so, but he, he doesn't really need to. I won't be, I'll be honest there. I feel like the Vikings team, the two and four, they they don't deserve to be two and four the way that they play. They deserve to be worse than that. Um, they haven't looked themselves on defense. They look really poor. We all said Brian the Brian Flores Rob would help, uh, would elevate the defense a bit, but it's it seems to have done the opposite. Part of that maybe is they've they've lost some players there. It's not as it's a young defense, but you can only say that so many times to me, and there's still yeah. no improvement. I mean, Marcus Davenport, sorry, is the guy who the Vikings signed, didn't they, for that one-year deal. He could be going on IR yeah. um, after doesn't, coming off. Doesn't surprise he was linked me. with the trade rumour as well. Doesn't surprise Davenport's hurt every year, so it doesn't surprise me. Um, yeah, no, this, this 49ers team, I think they're going to come in looking for some revenge. I think they're going to come in looking hot. They're going to want to put some points on the board to show that they are still the, the big boy in town. If they're missing Debo and CMC, I can see this being a close game. If they miss both of those, then yeah. But if not, if if CMC's back or if Debo's back, if one of them's back, Mm. I can see this score getting run up. I agree. Uh, So yeah, I think we're all going to go 49ers for this, right? Yep. I'm changing my mind. I'm going Minnesota Vikings. Are you actually? Kurt Cousins, the best quarterback in the game. So who's Sh- he? Oh, I don't know about this pick. Sh- Shannon is just trying to make up ground. He thinks if he does these random picks, he can close the gap. Um, and he'll still be ahead of you somehow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it'll get right on some of them because we've seen in the NFL it happens. So we'll get some of these picks right. It's just how it goes. It's the Kirk Cousins game. He steps up. I mean, it is prime time. It's prime like, time. Cousins, it's like it? the worst, the worst time for Kirk Cousins to play. He's auditioning for a new team. <laughs> All right, and on that, we'll leave it there for today. Thanks everyone for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week to discuss what's happened. Uh, until then, though, see ya. Peace. Bye.